0: Everyone and welcome back to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is the Brettster now. Speaking. Hey, it's the time and and we are back with another exciting episode of Grab Bag of Gems. Yeah, and, and I understand you wanted to make people aware that this is the 101st episode. It sure is, like the 101st
1: brigade, you know, of World War II, but, but uh, it's the 101st episode of this podcast.
0: Right, very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, very much so, and uh, I understand that you. Had an idea which possibly could be in a uh, what do you call it? No subject, but uh, yeah, yeah, no
1: subject know. or a movie or maybe even a TV show. When you see these names, we oh, have, right?
0: Because there's people that are that are definitely related. You can tell by yeah, their last are. names that they're related. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And it stars Ja Rule and Mercedes Rule. Isn't it Mercedes like the car? Yeah, Mercedes Mercedes.
0: I never actually heard it out
1: loud, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it's Mercedes. But anyway, so you yeah, can so. like job ja rule and ja job rule, Mercedes rule. Yeah. Um, we'll play uh, mother and son. Sure. <laughs> because they're related in real life. Yeah, yeah they're related. So th-
1: what would happen, maybe um, they're just you have a nice family life and then there's an evil developer and wants to tear down their house for scrap. Maybe scrap gold. <laughs> what about uh, Uncle Tom's? Um, good old
0: Toms. I think it's good old Toms. <laughs> so, good old Toms, you know, get you ready to scrap gold, you know. Well, it seems like a lot of pawn shops around, they are asking for scrap gold, which may have come up on the podcast before. I can't remember. But who has scrap yeah. gold? Do women have scrap gold? I mean, that seems no. like a contradiction in terms or an oxymoron, you might say.
1: Because, yes, yeah, so as the evil developer wants, they you know destroy their house for scrap and then. So then Ja Rule and Mercedes Rule, they uh, they fight back. But not, but it's more of kind of maybe like a lighthearted action comedy. It's not really that violent, you know. And then, um, what else would happen? Oh, and Ja Rule would have a love interest. And it would be played by, um, what's her name? Sierra. Um, like uh, uh, Perfect. That's who I was speaking of, Ciara. Yeah. Now she dips it low, and then Mer- Mercedes Rule... <laughs> uh so he has a love cool?
0: interest go ahead oh who, who would that be like sam elliott maybe i think um maybe jean renault oh oh okay maybe like a
1: foreign thing and it's like it's fun it's like maybe it's around christmas time and in, in general wears a funny sweater and people make fun of them or something it's like hey that's not my sweater dog you know it's like, <laughs> so
0: it's like, and but everyone's happy yeah yeah and it can be called the ruling class you that's the definition of brilliant well, how are you going to spell it? Uh, <laughs> how you spell Mercedes rule with an ING. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I think this could be a
1: hit. The ruling class coming soon to a streamer near you, because we don't go to the theater any damn more.
0: So it's like... <laughs> so. Right. So uh, you you want to make note of the fact that Jason Patrick is now going DTV.
1: Oh, yeah. He's been hitting the skids for a while now. And I watched one of his movies. It was on Hulu.
0: It was called Shrapnel. So, Not this, to be confused with Lex Shrapnel, though.
1: <laughs> one of our amazing actors that we have in this industry. So it's like, <laughs> what a great name. Well, we saw him in, what, Nine Lives? And that, like, Behind Enemy Lines knockoff movie, right? Uh, Tom Sizemore. Right. That that, I
0: think that's all the Lex Shrapnel that i've seen i think yeah same i get it mixed up almost
1: with chad and michael collins and those kind of himbos like, do you know there's another sniper movie there's like two more three more actually <laughs> i just come out since we last saw ultimate kill there's like sniper i had it written down like sniper assassin's end and like a sniper like g r i t and g dot r dot i dot t dot like global response team or something like that so i haven't watched them yet
0: so wow do you plan to
1: Eventually, I don't know. All Star, Chemical Count, and Dennis Haysbert. So it's like, I don't. Maybe he made a deal
0: with the Sniper producers to be in like five of these sniper movies. I thought he had, So the last they call it was it Last Assassin or something, it, but it's Assassin's, not the last one.
1: No, it's not. Like, oh, it's not Assassin's End. I think they. Were, but it's not the end. No, it's not the end because there's another one called Sniper Grit. Whatever it's called. So. Um,
0: well, they're still making them.
1: I guess so. Maybe it's a foreign market, you know, or it can it
0: hit our two Bs, and then it
1: it's probably well, watchable enough. But yeah, you're talking about shrapnel.
0: So, well, I mean, but we've watched all the other ones for the website. I think we should maybe watch those for the website.
1: When I think one of those is on Hulu, I just don't know which one. I'll double check later today. Um. Oh yeah. So Jason Patrick. Yeah. So in this movie called Shrapnel, he and Cam Gigandet. <laughs> Uh, or they take out the Mexican cartels. Um, it was enjoyable. It was on Hulu. I, I would watch it Watch it for free, for sure. It's a good free movie, because it kind of gives you what you want, and it ends around 80 minutes.
0: All right, and so would you recommend it to people?
1: I or? would recommend it. If you like Jason Patrick, well, well, how can you not like Jason Patrick? And you like Cam Gidge in that, so I, I'm, that's what I'm calling him. <laughs> okay, but I get a mix of Kelly Lutz, of course.
0: Wow, that's uh, understandable. Possibly Kit Pardew. Kit
1: Pardew. <laughs> Kellen Lutz. Uh, David Lord in the movie Arena. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, so... And I watched another Jason Patrick movie. It's it, It's on Tubi. It's called Till Death Do Us Part. Also has Natalie Byrne and Orlando Jones. And uh, remember when he was popular? <laughs> uh, vaguely. Because remember he
0: was seven up yours? Right, yeah, he was in, I was going to say Sprite, but yeah, 7-Up, yeah, he was in commercials.
1: He was in commercials because they were so popular, you know, because we liked the kind of rude, crude comedy back in the early 2000s. You know, you got that, you got the XFL. Now we don't do this rude and crude comedy anymore.
0: Right, because there's maybe a person on Twitter who might say they're offended, so (laughs) they (laughs) they can't, they won't actually be offended, they'll just say they are. Then then Sprite would have to apologize, so it's just not worth it for them anymore.
1: Yeah, Dr. Pepper lost his license. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> he's been busted down to Mr. Pibb.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I like that you're busted from doctor to Mr. Pibb, not even a pepper. Oh, well, he's not up. a
0: doctor anymore. You said he lost his license. But because his last name would still be Pepper, but he would go to Pibb. <laughs> well, you know, it's a different identity, you know, it's a different oh, class. Like, yeah. it's like the ruling class, it's a different I class system. I'm thinking of, of like the soda. Yeah, I was thinking of the soda identity. It's a, the born identity. It's the <laughs> you get some, I'll talk uh, to Matt. You know, maybe you can come yeah. up with something.
1: You get a Moby's Extreme Ways, uh song to play at the end when he's like floating in the river, but just a but just a soda can. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh yeah, two death to us part. So, uh, in this movie, Natalie Byrne plays like a bride, whose name is just Bride, mm-hmm. and she which gets is a lot f- like Kill Bill. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll see. And then the husband is named Husband. Sexy, it wasn't uh, written very well. And Jason Patrick plays other husband, just a different character. So what happened is that she gets cold feet. So she's a runaway bride. Oh. And then um, Cam Gidgen... Like Jennifer and- Wilbanks. Jennifer oh, what? <laughs> what happened there? I hope she's still around. Oh, <laughs> well, she ran away. she well, She's gone. What if she got married And um, You know Now Maybe she maybe she you know, Actually You know Went through with it Or she'd be like wow. Runaway Bride Forever Wow Let's hope like, Julie, like Julia Roberts Or Julie Roberts I was about to say <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen some of Runaway Bride And I've ever seen mm-hmm. Any commercials No or That no. came out Nothing It's It drags Oh my goodness It's just like it just it drags. So she runs away. people know about Runaway Bride, Julia Roberts runs away from her husband, played by Christopher Maloney. And then he just she ends up some dumb town of Richard Gere. It's a waste of time.
0: So, yeah, so ironically
1: it drags its feet? sure does, yeah. She's not running away, it drags. <laughs> which is a good was a good segue into this because Oh so yeah, so Cam Gidgenet plays the best man, he's evil. And so you go and he brings his best men, you know, bro team to kill natalie Byrne, because the guy, here you know, the, the husband of bees, has got to kill natalie Byrne. It's a good idea, right? I
0: was going to say that seems like a good idea, good setup.
1: But here's the problem: it's an hour and fifty-five minutes long. Oh, oh it was outrageously long. And Man, it's, it's
0: almost like they get one good idea and they have to like, you know, stretch it out to infinity. It's like can't they just have a good idea and make a shorter movie? If this was
1: 85 minutes or 90 minutes, I would highly recommend this movie. It's kind of fun, it's goofy, fun. You can't get to it, fun. And he's like evil. He's like singing, thing, and like, and it's, it's all very silly. But 150? fifty, it's outrageous.
0: Yeah, that's 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 too much for a movie like that. They should know that.
1: Exactly. And the last thing I did watch was a movie called Mojave Diamonds. Ever heard hmm. of
0: this? No, never. The first time hearing. Just,
1: I just happened to stumble upon it on Tubi because like. And it says Quentin Rampage Jackson, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and he's, like, an evil mob boss who tells, like, these other dum-dums to find his diamonds in the Mojave Desert. Oh, Weston Cage is also in it, Nichols Cage's son. Oh. Um, not much happens, really. I mean, Quentin Rampage Jackson, he's really, actually, he's really fun in it. It's almost like going with the Phoenix level on his performance a bit.
0: Um, and then oh, oh. It, Okay, I was thinking the one with Ray Liotta, but you mean the one with oh. um, Eva Marie? Eva Marie, Nelly, like Eva Marie, say it.
1: Oh, and uh, Ray Liotta, you're a rat. You gotta don't Welsh. <laughs>
0: That's
1: what he says in Phoenix, right? You're a Welsh on a bet. Um, uh, what happens? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a slight spoiler to this movie. So Rampage Jackson's funny. He's evil. He's and then he just kind of goes away. Like the character just drops off. There's no final battle or anything.
0: Seems so like, if that, they t- you, you, yeah, if you took all the three movies you were just talking about and kind of like made them into one movie, it would be like a really good movie. But there's like parts yeah. in each of these three movies that are good, but parts that maybe aren't. And if you could just yeah. kind of make them all, you know, take the best bits from each and make a Frankenstein type movie like a Godfrey Ho might, then you could really have something. But it's like you have a little bit from here and a little bit yep. from there. and You have to watch three there. movies and take up a long time to figure this out. I think out of those three, I'd say that
1: Shrapnel is the best one. If you if get Jason, Jason Patrick and Allie Byrne to fight Quentin Rampage Jackson and his evil cartel, you guys have a
0: movie. I can't get you that. Well, this can transfer... What, transfer? I guess this can transfer over to what I have been watching, which is more the A-Team. And I say that yeah. because Quentin Rampage Jackson played uh, B.A. Baracus in the movie, right? Right. He did, So... Yeah, and- uh, so i'm still watching the show i'm on season three and you know okay. it does it, you know it's relevant i guess because it has action and you know craig r baxley is involved the director we all uh-huh. know and and and, I, and but he was very involved with the A- team, doing stunts and directing episodes and um the episode i'm about to watch and the next <clears throat> one has richard lynch and the um, one I watched recently had Charles Napier. So you get these oh. kind of names in these yeah, episodes, among yeah. a lot of others. So yeah, good. I'm happy you're you're kind of blazing through the A Team. Well, I, I don't know about blazing. I watch one episode a day. Is that is that <laughs> considered blazing? Are oh, they like long, like uh, T.J. Hooker? I forget. No, n- no, no. I think they're standard length. But I but I, again, I don't check that. I just assume. I mean, episodes of TV were longer back then because mm-hmm. there were less commercials. So maybe they are. I don't know. They don't feel very long, you know. But it's, well, not, it's not the type it, of show. You, it's not the type of show you can binge because every episode is very similar, which is okay because right. you were never meant to watch them back to back to back. They're just kind of all variations on a theme, and certain things that are similar happen episode after episode, which was a formula that really worked because it was such a big hit show. So people like yeah. the formula. Because every week you get your welding, right? Well, the build. I call it the build. The build. So yeah, there's a, there's a part in every episode where they I think I mentioned this on Connoisseur's show, so I guess I can mention this. But yeah, we were Go saying, ahead. you know, there's welding in every episode. It's not always welding, but it it usually involves welding where they have the build, where they have the whole montage of them like making something to help fight the baddies and, or get out of a sticky situation. So that does always happen. Funny, uh, among eh? other things that always happen, where you know uh, Murdoch annoys BA, and then BA says he's gonna punch him in the face, and he runs away, and that's usually how the episode ends with like a comedic note that involves BA's threat to Murdoch. That happens almost every episode. So there's certain things that always happen.
1: I do remember that BA is afraid of flights and yes. planes, so they knock him out usually by some sort of silly thing. And he's like, "Hey, uh, why am I over here?" It's
0: like, <laughs> yes, yes, that happens a lot because you know the a. team travels all over the world. You know that's got to be tough for BA because. You know, how do they get to all these places without flying there?
1: <laughs> you would think he would try to, you know, overcome his fear, but.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that happens in season four. I don't know.
1: But I'll jump into our. Um, the grab bag of gems. We're going to dive into the gems. gems. We're diving right back in with a third round of gems. So I'm going to
0: jump right into it with the movie. Unless you can I can guess this movie. It's in the B. All right, so we have to... <laughs> All right, so we have, what, over 1,200 movies on the website. You want me to guess with no clues or context as to which well, one it might be? It's a, okay. It starts
1: with the letter B. All right, so, no, I'll time tell you. The, the first movie I'm starting with is Blast from 2004, directed by Anthony Hickox, as Eddie Griffin, Breck and Meyer, Vinnie Jones. Which yeah, I know you've seen that, right? So. right?
0: Yes, 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 I've seen Blast, yes.
1: So, people don't know about this one. Eddie Griffin. When I was typing in Eddie Griffin the other day, actually, when I was setting this up, it said Edie Griffin first. It's like Edie e. Griffin.
0: <laughs> I guess you can spell Eddie that way. E D I E. If you want to spell it wrong, yeah, I guess you yeah. can. <laughs> so, Edie or
1: Eddie Griffin, he plays Lamont Dixon. He's an ex fireman tugboat captain. He's working on an oil rig at Christmas time. When terrorists led by Michael Kitteridge, played by Vinnie Jones, hijacked the crew. And also he has an evil Kitteridge has an evil device that will destroy California. So and uh Meyer plays like a silly partner named Jamal. <laughs> so you gotta love that, right? Uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, so this was
1: pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, w- mean
0: this is a movie that yeah, it's more entertaining than you might think, as a good pace and you think, Oh, Eddie Griffin, uh, what can this movie really be that good? Well, it is because it's entertaining and uh, it, it moves yes. along at a good clip. Yeah, it moves on a good clip. You kind of care
1: about what's happening, and it it's very entertaining. So I would definitely check this out. So yeah, it's, it's a movie that get... might have
0: passed people by. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's pass you. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember? Do you remember watching you know, these? Who's going to look up
0: Blast? And...
1: Oh, that's true. Roast, who's... Like this. Well, go ahead. Who's going to Who's going to think of Blast? Think like of Eddie Griffin, right? Well, yeah. That's all I was going to say. Well, see, back in the day, this is 2004. So I forget which comedy Central Roast is where mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin was on the dais, as they say. He's like, look, it's the only movie star here. And they cut the Eddie Griffin. <laughs> so it's like, yeah.
0: well, he must have been pretty big at the time.
1: Well, that's the thing, and then you see a movie like Blast, which, I don't know, Eddie Griffin did go to the theater, we just talked about um, Orlando Jones, he was in Double Take with Eddie Griffin. Oh,
0: yeah, there's a coincidence for you.
1: Yeah, no, that's kind of weird. Have you ever seen Double Take?
0: Double Take? Probably not, um, right? It's like I, I don't think so.
1: It's a movie on a screen, you know, it's like... It's all the cliches. So it's like Eddie Griffin plays like kind of a gangster, And then Owen Jones is like the uptight guy. And they're like partners and there's some crime mob bosses after them. It's kind of a weird movie. Because it's way too violent for a comedy. So it's kind of like, it's a mixture of like a flashback and um, like undercover brother, kind of.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I know you're a big fan of Irish Jam. Isn't he an Irish Jam? You know,
1: Eddie Griffin is an Irish jam. And what's interesting about that movie is that you need to watch the last 10 minutes because there's an actually a really good dramatic part by Eddie Griffin. And I gave him a pass for a long time for it. I don't think he's that annoying. He just kind of. Or what's the thing? Uh, oh, Run Tell That at Martin Lawrence. Okay. Um, Alright, so you would say people should try and find Blast if they can. Yeah, check it out. I would definitely check it out. I remember it was coming out in 2004, 2005. Like, ooh, let looks look good. <laughs> of course it you was, would say that. Because he was on, uh, it was on, uh, it was trailered with uh, Target of, of AwesomeTunity or Opportunity and you know, direct action. <laughs> uh, I love that trailer for direct action, Brett.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you've watched it many times. I have, because it's like, yeah,
1: um, that, um, that that's stealing the money—that's nothing. Murder, corruption—you call that nothing? Oh, <laughs> well,
0: that's that dog for you.
1: What a movie! Well, like, it, it, that's a good one. So I'll go to our next movie, which is another movie in the bees. And I have to find it for
0: one second. And the answer to that is breaking two electric boogaloo (laughs) well yeah this is a gem but i I definitely think this is something or you know a movie people really know you know okay i can
1: jump right to a different
0: one we can go to bullet down under okay okay, well now we're talking because this i'll just jump right to it it's jacko jackson um, (laughs) who i think definitely had this moment in the sun at a certain time he did he was a football soccer player um rugby. Uh, a I rugby? don't know what sport it was. But you know, he was in a he was in like a what was it, an energizer commercial or something? And he had a song. I think you know he definitely had his moment. But not so much in the US, maybe in other countries.
1: Interesting. So okay, so Christopher Atkins, you get ready for this name,
0: Brett Martin Bullet. <laughs> Right, and Chris Prattens plays Martin Bullet. I do remember that.
1: <laughs> that's what we said, Martin Bullet. That's all. That's really all we have to say.
0: <laughs> we could move on again. No, we won't. Wow, we can can talk more about Bullet Down Under.
1: Okay, so like unless we think we're lazy, we shall continue with the review. So the aforementioned Bullet, whose name takes a kick as a far way too on the nose, actually renames. Can you guess a few other ones we we have it on
0: the review? Um. Striker. There's a lot of people named Striker. Well, here it says Anthony Strong,
1: Jeff Powers, John Steele, Mike Justice, and Skylord Harris. We <laughs> posted this back in 2013, so we've probably seen some good names after that.
0: That's true, but that is
1: a good assortment. Do you have a uh, preference to which one you like more on that on that
0: one? Uh, of that list? Oh, um, Maybe you have a—I know well, I my favorite. It, well, it might be Martin Bullitt because that's that's a great one
1: (laughs) i thought actually we're gonna say sky lord harris because most people don't
0: have a name like sky lord that's true you know i mean that was chad mcqueen he had no sleeves i do remember all that (laughs) as we've talked about many times yes death ring it's the movie we're referencing right now so okay so martin
1: bullet all right so marty bullet is an la Mm -hmm. cop who shoots some stereotypical '90s homies and decides the best course of action after this tragic event is to hightail to Australia and team up with the hard-nosed, no-nonsense cop Moran, played by Jacko Jackson, which we said his whose name rivals bullets, but this is real. Right, but that's yeah, that's it's true. <laughs> this is funny. Is um, so he's he has to find some uh. Australian baddies and will Bullet's next hit be number one of a Bullet? <laughs>
0: bullet over to Amazon and find out. <laughs> well, the, the, there's there you can never say it too many times. So
1: <laughs> so before Bullet to the head and Bullet in the head, we have Bullet Down Under, which we thought was we said it's very TV cop TV movie style, and um, was, but there's a lot of filler, not much structure, and not really a villain.
0: Yeah, that is unfortunate. But we, I think, after that we saw such things as Crash and Burns and um, (laughs) and, Dallas. Yes, and the one with uh, Byron Allen, Uh, Case Closed. Case uh, Closed. So Case Closed, Crash and Burns. So it's kind of an assortment of similar type movies that are, you know, buddy cop movies, which were all the rage at the time, but you know, had a certain TV movie feel to them. Um, you know, but this does have Jacko Jackson and some other quirky things about it.
1: There's something about it. I found it at the gas station or well, no, Goodwill.
0: <laughs> it just looks like a gas station DVD. <laughs> There's actually. Right, a I think it's the only way. On. Yeah. Go ahead. But that one. That's the only way to get it. I think is at a gas station or Goodwill. It was a good find.
1: Um, I wish he made more movies. You know, he's an Australian rules footballer. Um, he's like kind of somewhat to looking like brian bosworth and atkins looks like mark hamill
0: so right right so you know if we can't get a mark hamill and brian bosworth action movie this is a pretty good substitute i agree and also they're investigating bootleg boomerangs wow there's nothing stereotypically australian about that (laughs) so i guess we uh, should move
1: on one last thing about it do you remember this part there's a band in the movie called the badgered brides
0: they play with cardboard instruments. I actually do remember that. And right before you said that, I was going to say, isn't there a band that plays with these big cardboard instruments? But, you know, I figured you're probably going to mention it. But, yes, I, I yes. definitely remember that. Because it's very memorable. It's very odd. Because we said it was like the hard rock
1: version of Information Society.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I
1: can see that. And I do want to know what you're thinking, Brett, on oh. <laughs> I had to do it. Um if, if, would you ever buy this movie? Would I ever buy it? Yeah, because um, well, this DVD. Well, why do we you have ask right now? Well, because it's weak. Because if you see the DVD,
0: has embarrassingly poor audio quality. Well, okay. Here's a good diplomatic answer. I wouldn't buy it in the condition it's in now. If there okay. was a better release, then I would consider it. But in this gas station form, no, I would not. Okay, totally.
1: Okay, I understand that. So maybe it'll be like it should be like kind of like a fun double feature of some other kind of silly movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some, they should make more physical discs of more silly movies with double features. Like, let's say it's Bullet it Down Under and, say, One Man Force, you know?
0: Well, I think One Man Force deserves a deluxe version from Vinegar Syndrome, but I see your point. Yeah, How about this with Case Closed? Because that never got yeah. an official release.
1: Because, you know, you have to wait for these releases Wait, month to month to month, and you just don't get much out of them, you know? just, like is it supposed to be double features and triple features now let's do that again we have the technology we can
0: build it yeah that's so, true well we'll just have to wait and see what the blu-ray future brings we're still waiting on that hitcher yeah but umbrella entertainment released a hitcher so so they what did. about that that's good that's a good point it's really- but an American version. You'd think there'd be an American version by 2024, which it's about to be. So yeah, you know, maybe in 2024 we'll.
1: Okay, we'll and 2024 is soon. I know we're recording this on a certain day. We could say, um, we'll go to our next movie. It's from the letter C, and it is Crusader.
0: <laughs> of course, you pick Crusader. This is such a time. <laughs> this is the ultimate time. <laughs> Well, did you would actually would you have guessed that? Uh, I, probably not, but if we're doing if we if I had to guess like these Thai movies as we call them, where it's like <laughs> movies that you know you get really excited about. And, uh, let me guess. You, well, you saw the trailer for Crusader and you got really excited. Now, yeah. here's the thing about
1: that. I don't remember seeing a trailer for Crusader back in the day. I remember just seeing um, the cover it had all my favorites.
0: Mm-hmm. So Andrew McCarthy. So,
1: yep. Right? That's correct. Richard Tyson, Michael York, and Bo Derrick. Right. And he's like, oh. I said, this is a movie for me. Like,
0: yes, I'm sure that's what you thought. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, if people, have people even heard of this one? You know, it's from the probably makers. not. You know, it's from the director of Phase 4. Movie well, I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah phase, yeah. phase 4, which I think is that director's best movie personally. Sure Out of the ones I've seen, I, I probably haven't seen them all, but, but I really like Phase 4. Yeah.
1: Isn't it fun? And he also, he made Art Heist, you know. Did you watch Art Heist? This is another Thai movie. Yeah, no, I, I watched Art Heist. You he watched the, you know, Billy Baldwin and Ellen Pompeo's? Yes. Because um, I watched it, did I watch it recently? I think, I was think another movie I'm excited about when that was coming, was Art Heist. Like, Art Heist? Whoa! <laughs> so you <laughs> were excited about Art Heist, but not Crusader? Well, I was excited when I saw the cover. I didn't saw the trailer. Um, I don't think they, sometimes Sony didn't
0: make the trailers right so it wasn't trailered and all the hot Sony releases of the day like Endgame and all those other ones <laughs> <laughs> no it
1: wasn't um, I mean, you know what I've seen in the Endgame trailer because like I can almost almost
0: memorize the whole thing because like, the trailer is kind of weird you ever watch it uh, I maybe you forced me to watch it because you've seen it so many times. So you, said no, I should maybe. watch it once. So well, I don't. It's, it's possible I've seen it once, but I don't really it. it. doesn't look like a real trailer. it just looks like
1: kind of like a ma- mismatch of scene. They try to make it like Cuba Gooding Jr. It's like a, a different um, voiceover. And Bert Reynolds. <laughs> All right. So the plot of Crusader. Hank Robinson, Andrew McCarthy. He's a reporter for a local news station in Spain. He inadvertently gets footage of a of a brutal massacre at a powerful computer company, and then he's then after that he's hired to be the top reporter for Vision TV, run by Archie McGovern. I wonder who that's played by <laughs> Michael York, mm-hmm. and also Bo Derek's hanging around, kind of yelling at uh, Andrew McCarthy,
0: and Richard Tyson's an evil assassin. All uh, right, so why why did you? pluck this one out of obscurity to note on the podcast
1: because no one's really no one thinks about crusader anymore well it's just like,
0: <laughs> okay yeah that's true <laughs> anymore so many people used to yeah
1: because this is when people really cared about
0: you know uh, journalism all that stuff mm. so it's mildly right, yeah, journalism yeah, it's it's treated seriously here. Now it's like a joke, but back then it's like, yeah. oh, you're a journalist. That's that's serious, you know.
1: Because that's when he you know used to care, you know, uh, you know, Iran Contra
0: and you know uh, stuff like that, <laughs> which was <laughs> way before Crusader came out. When did, <laughs> what year did Crusader come out? Two thousand five. Right. So the hot news of the day was the Iran Contra scandal, and uh, so yeah, so you want to just bring Crusader to people's attention because you yeah. think Sony, you know, with the big name behind it. People might know it, but maybe they don't.
1: You know, this is 2005. You know, you need to put out product right away. It's
0: like... well, the DVDs were still very hot, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, of course, uh,
1: it's enjoyable. I'd check it out. And so I'll go to our next movie, which is another classic Sony title. Okay, you can probably guess this next one.
0: (laughs) Oh, does it have Cuba Gooding Jr.? Go to the next person up. We're usually talking about a lot. Oh, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. It's probably going to be very obvious, but what is it? It's Christian Slainer in (laughs) Pursued. (laughs) Oh, Pursued. Well, Pursued. Okay, now we're... I didn't realize that was reviewed on the website. I forgot about it. Yeah, this might have been one of my old reviews, which it is. So <laughs> I know you you love Pursuit and you you always try to get people to watch Pursuit.
1: Like I've gone everyone I know to watch Pursuit. I got you, <laughs> I got my our, our
0: father, I got Dave yeah. Knapp to watch it. Yep. Yep. I so did, you're just got, spreading the gospel of Pursuit all, all over the world. I've been doing this podcast.
1: I've been doing for over twenty years now because it came out in two thousand and four and two thousand twenty 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 four very soon. So in this classic. <laughs> so you're like <laughs> I, you
0: gotta watch Pursuit. <laughs> You have to sell it in your Christian
1: Slater. Yeah, you gotta watch Pursuit. I play Vincent Palmer, a headhunter for a transfer company. And then Uh, (laughs) I can do it the whole time. I do Trump,
0: though. Okay. Okay, in
1: Ben Keats becomes the target after Keats refuses Palmer's offer. Okay, offer. Okay. So then Vincent becomes, you know, a complete psycho. And this is where Christian Slater really shines.
0: Right. It's, and, it's kind of Slater unleashed. He gets to be a psycho, you know, it's like, well, I was going to kind of tie this back into Trump because, you know, ahead. if you're a, if you're a headhunter, you're headhunting for businesses. Right. So it's, yes. I use the best headhunters. I use <laughs> Vincent Palmer. He, <laughs> he gets me the best people. He's the best. I love Vince Palmer. Yeah, it sounds, I love it. It's like I try. I I I try. I'm sorry. I am sorry I, you know, it's not like I'm not an impressionist like you, let me put it that way. Well, I
1: it took me a while to get to Trump, you know, but now it's it's just kind of, it's just so easy to just turn on. You know, it's just like hey, Ike Bellows, KK plays Ben Keats. It's like But also Stella Warren, Michael Clark Duncan, and Saul Rubinek, so it's a true romance reunion. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that's 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 a one way of of selling the movie to people who well, might want to see it.
1: That's what the contender is. That movie of Joan Allen, Christian Slater, Saul Rubinek, and Gary Oldman all together in one scene, by the way. And so it's just like true romance. Um, yeah, so I would check this out, you know, because it's, it's really it's Christian Slater at his absolute best. He's just crazy in it. He's awesome, great voice. He says a bunch of insane things. He does a bunch of insane, it's like a slasher almost.
0: Yeah, you know, I can see that. I mean, it has kind of a slasher esque kind of structure to it i mean there's not a lot of slashing from what i remember but it's not supposed to be you know so well he does um,
1: kill people i mean like he because you know he's a headhunter
0: with a killer instinct so it's
1: right <laughs> this I one mean, also it's also intense.
0: very yeah it's a very right. interesting idea for a movie too which is like a, a killer headhunter like for you know for businesses that's that's a crazy idea it's brilliant that's why Chris Slayer just just knocks it out of the freaking park in this one Right. Absolutely. So I know that's a very strong recommend. Strong recommend. Yeah. And of course, Hollow
1: Man 2, also a strong recommend. That's not the next movie. I'll, probably, I'll do that for maybe uh, part four of Gems, Hollow Man 2.
0: Okay.
1: I'm sure I've reviewed oh, I did review that. Okay. So our next movie is uh, here's a, a classic, also, Start of the Sea. Unless you can guess, it's going to be. No.
0: Clash of the Ninjas, directed by Godfrey Ho. Right, Clash of the Ninjas. See, now now we're back on on territory that um maybe is a little more familiar because it's you know, it's a crazy eighties ninja movie directed by Godfrey Ho, and that's modeled well, at least the box art is modeled a lot after Cobra. If you look that up.
1: It's so great. And the plot of this crazy movie, we'd say it was a demented
0: hallucination. (laughs) <laughs> hey, this came out on a blu-ray in any form I would definitely buy this I, I hope this comes out someday yeah what's the stoppage on these home movies I like... don't know I there might be less of a stoppage in the future because you know they interviewed him for the undefeatable disc and oh good had, point so you know, and, you know there's a lot of Asian you know martial arts type movies coming out on blu-ray so I, I feel like it is possible it is possible
1: the review is actually really funny. So the plot is, I'm going to read it. So the plot concerns a white guy with a beard who looks like Tom Green. <laughs> and he's he's actually a secret ninja. His name is Mr. Roy. And he's, <laughs> he's the head of an underground organ-stealing ring. And he presides over a boardroom of baddies who take his orders. He speaks into a intercom, which is really just a portable cassette recorder. But by night, a black ninja outfit emblazoned with a secret corporate logo steals some diamonds, and the and this logo looks like the Mitsubishi logo. (laughs) This may be some thinly veiled criticism of Mitsubishi and and corporate life in general, as this clearly is a
0: message movie. I don't remember that. Uh, Do you? No, I don't. But this is a movie we watched a very long time ago, and the 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 review is you know getting on the older side
1: so that is true and then also there's a lot lot of weird looking people to it people there's two folks that look like heath ledger and ed o'neill at the same time wow and there's also these
0: weird um dialogue things like i like to wrestle through my days (laughs) well you gotta love that you know that broken english is is great and also, this guy
1: loves TV. He says, two channels, watch it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do
0: remember that. Two channels, watch a lot. I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: not going to give anything else. I'm not going to give any more than that, because just to say the ending It's absolutely amazing, and we said watch it
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how people can watch this, if, if it's on any Maybe it's maybe on the services. Maybe it's on YouTube. You know? Oh, well, I'm hoping that gets a disc release. So, that, that, did, I think that's one of those movies that's, it's kind of like, re, I can almost get the title wrong. Right. Is it Revenge of the Red Baron or Return of the Red Baron? Revenge of the Red Baron. Revenge of the Red Baron. This is a movie that's a cult movie in waiting. And what it's, this could be a, you know, a cult type movie where that people talk about, you know, and maybe laugh about, but, you know, it's, it has a name in the cult movie world, but it's just waiting to happen, kind of like Revenge of the Red Baron. If those two were to get a wider release, I think, that would get some traction going for those movies. But until then, it's in VHS limbo, as they say.
1: Yeah, I know. It's sad, isn't it? But hopefully it will come out someday.
0: Well, people just watch it on YouTube, I guess. You know? Well, hopefully it'll be there. But you got your copy. You know, what, you found in a time tunnel? Sure did. It's like, I I couldn't buy it fast enough.
1: <laughs> I wish that place was still around. But I know they had, only had, really had copies of tracks starring Shadow Stevens and Kindergarten Ninjas. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of picked clean towards the end. Let's not forget, but you know, you but, never know. I mean, a VHS store would be great to go into these days. I would love that. I just want to, you know, I have to go to archive and stuff. But I want to go to
1: another place that has tapers, you know, tapes. So it's like, well,
0: but we'll go I to guess the only way next... to do that is for you to start your own. Like that could be like your business where you you open a VHS store. You would have to actually do that. You know, well, I have to get an LLC,
1: Thai School Video LLC, yeah. all rights reserved. So it's like
0: – I said all the rights are reserved? Okay, that's good. This all is like... rights reserved. What, what part of the word all do you not understand? <laughs> it would be funny we said some rights
1: reserved. It's kind of like still things are patent
0: pending. Right, like, patent pending. I think Tetris is still patent pending. <laughs> um, that has something to do with like, commies or something. I don't oh, know. no. Like, do you think Vlad Putin uh, plays Tetris? I, I think there's no doubt about it. He must. That's awesome. He probably plays with Edward Snowden. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he does.
1: <laughs> it's like, hey, Eddie, my man, why was in Tetris tonight?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm they really... play over Skype or something.
1: Oh, no, 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 because he's there.
0: Oh, he's uh, oh, there. Snowden. Right, right. forgot about that.
1: So Eddie Snowden comes by to Vlad Putin's mansion and says, you know, every Friday night I have Tetris night. you know. Right,
0: that makes sense.
1: And I do maybe a quick uh, quick Skype call or Facetime Trump, and it's a great time.
0: Yeah, you know? I love Tetris. <laughs> great game.
1: <laughs> I love Tetris. Love getting those red squiggly ones. Not Tedros. We're not talking about him. We're talking
0: about Tetris again. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that, I, I, I I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Would that be? I know. It's,
1: I think we talked about this before, but is do you think that Trump would be tired of just talking about politics all day? I know, obviously, he's a politician, but what do you want to just, like, take it easy? You know, it's like, it's like I don't want to talk about politics today. I want to talk about my favorite shows and favorite movies of 2023.
0: <laughs> well, he does do things like that, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, but you don't get to hear it because, uh, let's just say, certain
0: you know reporters like crusader are, are not doing their job correctly <laughs> right they should be reporting on uh trump's movie choices and uh what's on his TiVo.
1: yeah they do that for like obama and stuff like that and like george bush it's like why not trump i want to hear
0: what his recommendations are wouldn't that be funny that's true yeah remember when they had this whole thing where obama's picking the the like the the seeds of the 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 and what was it the march madness remember that oh so, those brackets yeah so he was doing this whole thing with brackets They, you know, media lavish their attention on that. So why don't they do something similar with the Trumpster?
1: I don't get it. It's like my favorite, favorite movies and TV shows of 2023. One
0: of them's Barbie.
1: Loved Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Took,
0: took, I took Ivanka to see Barbie. She's my Barbie. (laughs)
1: Yeah, She's my Barbie. I took Melania too. She's also a Barbie. I love John Wick 4. It was great. See,
0: yeah. you don't need this. You can just make it up yourself.
1: Yeah, I can make up. I can't figure out another movie. Oh, Expendables star not very good. Frank Stallone said it was bad. So I only listen to what Frank says. a fake star. Okay? <laughs> He's a great guy. All right. so oh, Okay, great guy, great guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I to to movies that come out. I don't really, really kind of follow it anymore. It's like
0: just I don't even two. know what's coming to the theater. I, 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 who knows? They don't have it on, on the marquee? I don't know.
1: You know? That's a great point. I guess to mention something else about Trumpsters movies, but I'll come back to that later. Okay. All right. So our next <laughs> movie is a classic, okay. a classic for VHS, which okay. is 1993's Excessive Force. Oh. So, so people, hopefully people watch this movie. It's awesome.
0: You know, Terry McCain well, played by, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say this is almost in the realm of like a video store slash cable classic. I think a lot of people have, saw this back in the video store days. Did did you watch it on cable? <sighs> I, I, that's so hard to remember. It's possible I saw parts of it. I don't know if I saw the whole thing because you know back then in the pre digitally recording times, you might catch a part of it. You know what I mean? But right. I don't think I saw it in its entirety until we watched it for the website. I'm pretty sure about that. So, the plot. If people haven't seen except the Force, which is already you could just stop
1: there. How awesome that title is! Is Terry McCain, played by T.I.G., Thomas Ian Griffith, is a shadow cop on... He's on the freaking edge. He's a member of the Tactical narcotics Unit. He's obsessed with taking down the slick monster Sal DeMarco, played by Burt Young. And he's like John Gotti. He seems to be made of Teflon. Always to avoid that jail time, you know? <laughs> I think Gotti's fine. He's, he's fine. You know, it's just like, he's Teflon Don. It's just like... <laughs> People like gangsters to get away with things. Right, I'm getting off the track here. Right, so, um, there's a shootout of some of DeMarco's goons, and a, a $3 million in a suitcase goes missing. And guess who? I uh, guess he wants it back DeMarco. But he, he also blames Terry McCain. And now uh, everyone's, he, they're all off for revenge to get Terry. And also, uh, Police Chief Devlin says to McCain, you're off the case. Played by Lance yep. Hendrickson.
0: Yep, of course he does.
1: I remember like, you're out of control, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> How can you
0: not love that? You can't. or you can. I don't know, I'm sure, but you gotta love it. And is this the one you could have a career as a song? Or? Yes. I think that's in our in our review. But there's a snippet uh, of a song where the lyrics appear to be, you could have a career, which is a very <laughs> weird thing in, to have in the, in the song lyrics. And uh, James Earl Jones? Sure is. He's there.
1: And, of course, um, Charlotte Lewis.
0: And right, so Tony good Casts. You know, you know, really good cast. Slickly made. Um, you know, very professional. You know, good martial arts. Good action. You know, like you said, it's, it's excessive force. The title is so good. They think, hmm, how can we top this? <laughs> Well, maybe you could add the word "force" a couple more times, and uh, we had excessive force. Two force on force, which is a real movie title.
1: Yes, I wish that was a little better, but yeah, um, you can't. But really uh, give him credit for trying. You Give him credit for the title, no matter what. I mean, right. like, So, I would definitely recommend this one. This is a great movie.
0: It's like it just delivers the good. That's what you want in a movie, right? Of course. This, Then it seems like latter TIG efforts didn't quite go there, like ulterior motives. It's not quite as good.
1: No, behind enemy lines with, um, what was his name? P-H-A-T,
0: Fat. Oh, Freddie or Fred, Fred? Fred. Oh, Fred, thank you. (laughs) You remember that. See, now we're getting even farther and farther away from excessive force. I think that's like his main, I mean, that's like his perfect weapon to Jeff Speakman.
1: Amazing point. See now that T I G is uh, I won't say what, what he's up to now to give any spoilers for you if you ever watch Cobra Kai. Oh, he's involved in. Well, he was in um, one of the Karate Kid movies. He was. He was in Karate Kid three as uh, Terry Silver. He loves playing people named Terry.
0: <laughs> he's like
1: the Tony Danza of
0: <laughs> of uh, the world.
1: Tony Danza really is a disappointment in the action genre. I think it's why isn't it? I know he's, he looks kind of kind of a goof sometimes. But I think he could have pulled off some action movies. Yeah, certainly in the 80s, I think he could have.
0: Like, give him his one-man force, Tony Danza. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, people have ahead. mob bosses, as you said, maybe he could be a mob boss.
1: Sure, that'd be great to see that. Like, he gets, you know, uh, I'd say Thomasine Griffith, you know, goes up to see the mob boss by Tony Danza, and he, like, puts in a really good performance. It's like,
0: I could totally see this. this. We're not making fun of him or anything? This would be like a good role for Tony to answer. Right. Which is probably what he wants after years of being a goofball. He probably wants to show that he can really act. So this would be perfect for him. I bet he said that to his ages Like, I don't want
1: to keep saying Mona all day. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> give but me
0: Tony, uh, you're so good. It's Tony. <laughs> you're Tony. It's like, okay, you're right. I'm Tony. I got, I have to keep playing Tony. It's yeah, like, well, I, I can bet. play my boss named Tony. No, 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 you got to stick with who's the boss for another 17 more seasons. That I like, kind of feel bad for him.
1: And then let's not forget about Teach, Tony Danza, the reality show yes. where he plays the teacher.
0: Yes. Well, he doesn't play a teacher. I mean, he's a oh, teacher. Sorry. He, he is a teacher. Like, teaching's hard, man. And he starts he, crying. And that, I remember we mentioned him he's in the commercial, at least. Well, I'm sure it happened on the show, where he starts crying because I guess <laughs> the stress of being a teacher is getting to him. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe it's true. And like, I, I should have watched that because I bet it's like,
0: who's just got Like these kids like who look like 30-year-old high school students with like dangerous minds. Yes, it's I think like... that's what they're going for, like a real-life dangerous Minds, but with Tony Danza. How about that? Um, See, that's a great pitch, and it actually happened in real life. <laughs> yes. And I'm not saying don't cry. Just cry in your own time. You know, well, don't yeah, cry in cry front in of home. everybody. See, I can cry on cue if I did, yeah. You can. Oh well, yeah. Well, you, you I, take acting classes. You are a trained actor. So I as yeah. a former actor, I know how to cry on cue. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, that really could easy. come in handy
1: one day. So, I'll go to our next exciting movie, uh, which
0: is Maximum Risk. Uh, Van Dam. Oh. Damme. Wow, there's an interesting uh, assortment here. You go from Clash of the Ninjas and up to maximum risk and everything in between you know hey i'm jumping up jumping up and down jumping
1: around uh, okay so if people remember this one it's from 1996 it has Jungle van damme and natasha henstridge and alain moreau i'm a french cop
0: who I just discovered he has a twin brother <laughs> this is the 37th movie where van damme is two van Dams. yeah you know think about that for a second.
1: Usually you get like one, maybe even zero twin movies.
0: <laughs> he has a, several. He has more twin movies than twins. This is like, well, it's true. There's only one of those.
1: But he, Van Damme, well, like two five. if you count both
0: twins. That's right.
1: <laughs> he has five of them, right? Time Cop, Maximum Risk, um, Replicant. Impact. So go ahead. Uh, double Impact, the most obvious one. Well, yeah. I actually forgot about that one for a second. <laughs> did you wait do you did you buy that uh blu-ray mm,
0: no I, well you did right oh did you want to borrow it that <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of springing this information on me. yeah maybe sure because because in the deleted
1: footage there's a ton of deleted like action little bits that are a bit too violent for for the time oh yeah okay Let's yeah that sounds check good. it out so Alan moreau has a twin brother um I'm gonna sound like Jesus in there for a second. His and his the brother's name is his name is Mikhail Srvanov. He worked for the Russian mob. And then uh Mikhail Srvanov gets killed. This is part of the plot. That's <laughs> not a spoiler. And um they recruit Alain to uh you know become Mikhail and Natasha so Andrews hanging around. It's like Mikhail's girlfriend. Oh wait, let's see. I guess we said in the review that he plays two people in the movie The Order.
0: The Order, yeah, The Order.
1: I don't remember him playing two characters. I remember
0: he played like a Jewish guy for a second, or like a Hebrew guy. <laughs> or yeah, like a master. He's a master of disguise. <laughs> or at least in that one scene, he is. Um, he is a master. Go ahead. Yeah, well, there's something about the uh, the DVD, right? There's like um, extra footage or a commercial, or what? isn't there something special about the DVD? of oh, the order Oh, of maximum risk oh not really i mean
1: oh. you gotta make sure you have the uh widescreen version that's all oh i
0: guess maybe that's um, what i'm thinking i thought it wasn't like a thing where it's like chain reaction where you, you know you, you don't get the sponge video or whatever
1: <laughs> whoa i love sponge it's me you know what is the name of that movie again it's Keanu Reeves. Uh, it's, like, really crazy, ridiculous. Oh, my name is Eddie Kozostovic. Like, In Chain it's, Reactions? Yeah, I've never chain
0: seen reaction. Chain Reactions.
1: Oh, it's the most mediocre movie you've ever seen. <laughs> and I've given it many a chance, but I'm done. No more chances for mm-hmm. Chain reaction. Okay.
0: Yeah, man, the, chain re- the chain's over. It, 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 your I reaction is that it's mediocre. Got it.
1: Yeah, and breaking the chains, like, and okay? Oh, yeah, so, okay, maximum Risk. So, I think we enjoy this one. You know, who says it's from the good old days when Van Damme movies went to the theater?
0: Yeah. Those were the good so old days.
1: They were. Well, let's bring that back. Let's erase everything and then go to put out either 90s movies or 80s movies in the theater forever. <laughs> well,
0: that would be amazing. But, uh, um, you know, the, we need another superhero movie or Why? 10 this year. So, you know, I, don't I know. saw
1: an ad for Aquaman 2. And it looked terrible. I mean, I'm sorry. It's like, I, this is, uh, it's, it's, it has that stupid humor I can't stand or you can't stand, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, I hate it too. Yeah.
1: It's like, so in the clip I saw, Jason Momoa is like running away from some like orcs or something. Mm-hmm. And then Patrick Wilson, another boring actor, <laughs> it's like, why do not you tell me about these people? It's like, well, I didn't have the right time. Uh. Uh. Like,
0: and I was like, I, my I, one of my eyes fell out of my head because I rolled it so hard. It's like I think even twelve-year-olds don't want to hear that, you know. I mean, who's writing this stuff? The tr- well, maybe it was written to the writer's strike. It makes sense. Well, oh, maybe. See, the only thing
1: that you're trying to trick me, like in the first Aquaman, it's like Darth Lundgren is in
0: Aquaman one and two. So, well, maybe so you could do like what you did for the Pink Panther with Statham, just watch the certain scenes. Yes, and what's funny about the
1: Pink Panther is that he doesn't say anything in it. Uh, to save him! You don't get to hear his great one. voice. No, it's like I'm still working on my impression, but it's like I I can't do. I'll keep working on it. but it's, okay. You know, it's just the thing from Killer Elite. Like, where'd you get this number? It's like I'm working on it. It's hard.
0: <laughs> All right. So Maximum Risk. It's a movie. If you're yeah. listening to this, you've probably seen it, but you know, maybe yeah. it's time for a revisit
1: check it out because it has all the fun cliches like the wacky taxi driver you kind of care there's a some good fights and the uk version they cut out some of the uh fight footage because you know oh, back see, in the old
0: days yeah so make sure you don't watch the uk version
1: yeah so you can check it out online um where they cut out the part where uh, van damme breaks this guy's wrist which is probably really painful in real life but come on you you get you're
0: paying for a Van Damme movie. The people, he he likes to break some bones, you know. Well, right. As And if you're watching an action movie, that's kind of what you want to see. So you take that out. I mean, you know. Yeah, you should watch that. It's terribly edited in the UK version. Well, they don't it's, care. They just they have to take out their things that they want taken out. They don't care if it's a bad edit or not, because it was never meant to be taken out in the first place. Of course, it's a bad edit.
1: You should see some of the editing on the UK version of Lethal Weapon Four. It's outrageously terrible.
0: But in a way, it's, that's good because then maybe the, you know, then the UK public will will know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's okay. Well, they took something out here, and we don't like that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of jump cuts. Lethal Weapon* Four,
0: highly highly underrated movie. I'm, i, I agree. It? Yeah, because you told me to watch like, up Weapon* Four. I don't know. You know, and then I watched it, and it's like, hey, this is actually really good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And well, it on the theater. I got free tickets for it back in '98. <laughs> it's fun it's I see why you like it it's very upbeat you know, it's, it's I like
1: upbeat you know
0: like love yeah. Mel Gibson. He looks awesome when he's shooting his gun in the beginning yeah that was a great action scene and Chris Rock is actually funny in it
1: and, he's uh, funny you you actually kind of care jet Lee's a good villain' He's evil yeah so it
0: all really works you know it, it, it's it works it's a hit I'm gonna rewatch it okay all
1: right or, gonna, so we I must- about, go ahead sorry no no it's, uh, sorry i didn't interrupt I was like, I'm going to rewatch Lethal Weapon 1. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, I should probably do that also. Let me get, let me take it out of my pile, and um, I'll watch it maybe next couple of days. I I felt like watching it, you know, and maybe Lethal Weapon 2. Um, I think the guy, he just died, the uh, character actor in Lethal Weapon 2, he has a diplomatic immunity, and then, you know, has just
0: been revoked. you (laughs) You know how lucky we are to have that I know. Well, it was the '80s. Of course, we're lucky. We're always talking about how lucky we are to have these great '80s things, and, and the genius of Shane Black. And we we always talk about that. He's a
1: genius. I just wish he
0: didn't wuss out on um nice guys and you know some other things, but you know, you know, Hollywood. It's it's Hollywood is. You know how they are. They they take something good and they water it down. You know. It's, it's, yeah, they do. It's probably not his fault, really.
1: When I was thinking about living I was thinking about how you know Jet Li hasn't made anything recently, you know. I rewatched watched um, Kiss the Dragon uh, a year ago. It still holds up, I think. Well, I mean, and, doesn't he have
0: health problems, Jet Li?
1: Yeah, I guess he does. It's, at least we have what we have. You know, you have your own leash, you have your Kiss the Dragon, or KOD. <laughs> the, and you're like, I love that. And I, I remember seeing the... Do you remember, Oh, I think I showed you the TV spot I was obsessed with back in the day, right? Kiss the <laughs> Dragon? I'm sure. I think it was... It the dragon. Yeah, it was the part where he fights that uh uh the the black fighter in the in the noodle restaurant. It's Like, don't do that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you gotta love Jet Li. De- Jet yeah. Li definitely had his moment as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say it's over, but it's no, you know it's it had a over. great it's... run throughout the maybe 80s, but not certainly 90s and 2000s.
1: Oh yeah, he did a great job. He just had hit after hit. Well, even the one, you know, it's great. Wow, that's I I like this music. <laughs> he loved Papa Roach. Yeah, he really did. All right, so uh, let's do. A how few many more you got? We got to wrap actually, it up we've up been more. talking about these other ones. I, I might make a couple of cuts. Uh, All right, okay. so I'll make a couple of cuts.
0: So. Oh, we can um, just port them over to the next one. I'll port right. them to the next one. Okay, so let me do, let's see. Oh, one, we don't actually two. have to cut them. Just, you just kind of move them and maybe right. end with a with a winner. All right, I'll do one, two, three. Okay, I'll do four more. So our next movie is... <laughs> okay. okay, fine,
1: three more. I'll cut it down to three. <laughs> All okay, right. So we'll do uh, Vendetta next.
0: So Vendetta. this is the one with Dean Kane. Right, Stone Cold? No, mm-hmm. no, The Big Show. Oh. Big Show, Big Show, right, Big Show. I,
1: this kind of delivers like kind of the brutal action you want. It picture look appear on our website. All right, so in the plot of this movie, Mason, Mace Danvers, Dean Cain, a Chicago cop, and his, uh, his wife and family get killed by Victor Abbott, played by the Big Show or comma show or uh, apotrophe show, as you put it in, the, in the review. It's going to be a big bad show tonight. Because the big bad show faces off with Dean Kane and then Dean Cain uh, goes to jail for like to fight the big show in prison. That's basically the plot. And do you you
0: remember this, right? Well, I remember more or less some of it. I mean, it's there's like more violence than you might think. And
1: uh... well, he has these awesome um, spiked brass knuckles, Dean Kane. So they really just kind of they ramp up the violence in that. It's punched in the face and blood spurts out, and it's like, he, but it's fun. And it has. And also, Big show has a gun. And he's so funny looking. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, that? Well,
0: you know, he. I mean, he's. You know, maybe we get to see him a bit more in Little Hercules. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> but this is cool. I think if people should check
1: this one out if they can catch it
0: for for free or buy it for like a dollar or two. Well, I think this kind of falls right, in the same category as, as blast, which is, you know, you just pass it right by. Oh, Vendetta, Dinky dink, dink, dink. and you just kinda of move on with your life. Exactly. You should maybe spend some time and actually watch Vendetta and maybe get something out of it. Don't just pass it on by, you know.
1: Okay, so then I agree with you on that one. So I'm gonna do two more now, which is hold on one moment. The movie is called Hell Hunters. From 1987. Uh, Stuart Granger, George Lazenby, Maud Adams.
0: So, the right. Hell Hunters, yeah.
1: So if you remember this one? Maud Adams plays Amanda. He's a Nazi hunter. She's hot on the trail of Martin Hoffman, played by Stuart Granger. And of course, she's in Brazil fighting, you know, looking for these Nazis. And uh, Hoffman has an evil serum. They'll, they'll turn the world into his faithful fascist followers. <laughs> Um, let's see. And then that's about it. Allie just goes to Brazil to just kind of root out the Nazis
0: within. So I think we enjoyed this one, right? (laughs) If you say so, I I have to say, I don't remember much about this. I mean, I know we watched it. I guess we enjoyed it. I don't really remember. I, I, I'll tell you why I'm mentioning
1: this. It's because Stuart, I'm mentioning Stuart Granger, because we said that his performance as the Nazi is fantastic. It's like, and he's so he's so evil. He he has a Hitler frame picture of Hitler on his wall. He says, "Man, I'm a devoted Nazi."
0: Oh yeah, he says that. Okay, that's yeah, he funny. says, "Man,
1: comma, I'm a devoted Nazi." And what's funny? He says, "We haven't seen a Nazi this dedicated since John Savage had an evil glove drawer and Red Scorpion too."
0: Yes. Okay. All right. That that does seem kind of familiar now. Yeah.
1: And they say no more mistakes. And there's an exploding helicopter. But what's funny about Stuart Granger again is that he looks exactly like Roger Stone, it's like dude, the political. Great guy. Oh, oh <laughs> that, you know what? You know, I'll tell you the truth, why I picked Hell Hunters. It's because he looks like Roger Stone I and mean, he's a Trump <laughs> impression. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: let's let's be honest. Let's put our cards on the table here.
1: Yeah. You know. I'm putting my cards on the table. Stuart Granger looks like my buddy Roger Stone
0: from Hellhunters. Hunters. Okay. <laughs> all right
1: well that just not
0: a nazi okay not a nazi <laughs> so they're hell hunters okay i don't is this available can anyone see this? great moment? question it's definitely on vhs
1: videotape <laughs> hmm. and you can find it there and it okay. might be on youtube all right so i guess our final movie is mm, tough to choose all right all right we're gonna go right to the beginning of the alphabet the a's at the end, and we're going to pick... Can you guess what this is?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. And I lost it. Amsterdammed from 1990 Oh, 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 oh. No, that I own on disc.
1: got to love Hoob Staple. So, yes.
0: Or the hub. I don't know how you pronounce it, but Hub. Hub Staple, Tatum
1: Dagolette, <laughs> Edwin Baker, and Monique Van Der Ven... A mysterious mysterious serial killer is stalking the canals of Amsterdam, or canals. He wears a black wetsuit and diving mask, and he kills with a harpoon. Detective Eric Visser, who is assigned to catch him, or Staple. It's not going to be easy. This particular baddie is extremely clever and very crafty. Well,
0: I, I, you got to love Amsterdam. It's great. It's a great movie. Everyone could have seen it. As you said, as you may be able
1: to surmise from the title, the great title, it's an extremely enjoyable movie with a dark sense of humor. Got all that Dutch culture.
0: Yeah, and of course. It's, great. it's just It's a fun
1: ride. It's fun, isn't it? Let's have some fun, you know, and watch Amsterdam. It
0: <laughs> also has a very memorable song. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Whoa. <laughs> I was hoping you would do it. I always sing.
1: <laughs> it's sung by Lois Lane.
0: Right, Lois Lane. Yeah. Yeah. So Superman knows all about this. Sure, he should. Well, this is better than any Superman movie you're likely to find in the past. That's a good point. It's, it's how long Superman. they've been doing it. Yeah. What? I'm oh, sorry. Say it again. Well, <laughs> just because I don't know how long they've been doing these endless superhero movies. I don't it. understand.
1: It's isn't it tiring? I'm just you know, you want to enjoy them, great, but I think even everyone else is getting tired. of superhero fatigue.
0: I would think that would have set in by now. I mean,
1: you know, there's only so many 12
0: year olds in the world. I guess that's true, but I guess they keep becoming 12 years old. They need to have new movies. That's true. Kids are kids become 12 every day, so I guess they have to be surprised or surprised or I don't know, pleased with their their next Spider-Man offering. Here's the thing: if they just stopped, I think people wouldn't care. I don't think they'd care either. I don't think there'd be any outcry. Where's our superhero movie? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'd be shocked.
1: You got all their nerds coming to the theater. They're getting dropped off by their parents. and like, don't forget the riot, honey. <laughs> it's like, right, where's my like, Aquaman? Oh. <laughs> where's my Aquaman? Yeah, I don't see that. I just don't see it. But
0: hey, that just does. Yeah, you know. yeah,
1: or enjoy them. I just picture they're, they're rushing the theater, and there's like a poor, lowly, you know. Uh, like an usher you know, usher getting trampled by nerds and it's like i don't know i don't know talk to dc
0: (laughs) that killed me he gets brutally trampled well because if he gets trampled nothing will really happen to him because you know they're like 98 pound weaklings they don't weigh very much so (laughs) you could you could be the victim of a nerd trampling and it it would you probably make it out relatively unscathed yeah it's like i just feel bad for these ushers you know
1: it's like Let's feel bad for the usher for a second, because okay. you take your ticket, they, they, they you buy your ticket at your North Haven Theater in Connecticut. There's no ticket taker anymore. They got rid of it. You could just well, walk true. right in.
0: You could. You could just walk right in. I think we have. Uh, inadvertently, we paid for the ticket. Then we get there. We could have just walked in. We didn't even have to pay. But I guess you don't really know that at the time. No. But let's just or you're just we, you know, too honest. You know,
1: Yeah, I got to be an honest person, not an honest thief like Liam Neeson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, go um, ahead.
1: Yeah, I'm an honestly I'm the in and out bandit. It's like, it's not a good go
0: movie. Ahead. Liam Neeson's really fallen off lately. Well, but, those are know, the movies. Go yeah, ahead, those are the movies. Oh, I say something about the they got rid of the ticket takers, and we can just walk into the movies. I, yeah. I guess we got the point. Um, isn't, you're, you're,
1: you're losing a job that someone can do. You just walk right in. People, let's just say you and I, and then say our friends went to the movies, right? And we we're just like we're kind of near the theater, like we kind of know it's on the left side. If we just had like a conversation, like like a yucky yucky conversation, we just walk in, no one would know. I don't just think walk they right would.
0: In. And there's and the not only is there no one to take the ticket, there'd be no enforcement, you know. So if we got sat down, there wouldn't be any sort of security guard or anything like that. That think we could just you just sit there, I guess
1: it used to be the guy with the flashlight like, like what like what are you what's up bro? what's going on over here a ton. <laughs> that didn't that went away relatively recently
0: it used to be a guy with the flashlight well they, they like, should bring that back actually because you know these you know these punk kids are always talking and looking at their phones
1: yeah, they, there should be phone. someone
0: there to sh- shut it down
1: yeah get off your damn phones, man.
0: But then again, I don't go to the theater very much, so who cares?
1: No, and I don't think that Aaron Eckhart movie is going to the theater. I I have no oh. idea what Bricklayer well, does. I'll tell you, but it's not looking good. It just it just looks like a movie rent on Redbox. But The Beekeeper is going to the theater. That's the movie of Jason Statham. So it's a the Beekeeper, and then there's the Bricklayer and the Gardener, with bronze. <laughs> and the Gardener, yeah, everyone just has a job now. It's like, right, Like
0: well, the Adam Sandler comes out. For, for, for go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's like Adam Sandler the beekeeper, or no, he's the cobbler and the water boy. Yes, and, and the way other things. Right. Yes.
1: Uh, well, I, well, we'll
0: we'll days. have to go see it in the theater when it comes out, right? Where the beekeeper. I'll go see the beekeeper because it looks pretty good. It's just it, so in the the movie, the beekeeper. I
1: guess he's like a he's a lonely beekeeper, but he actually is part of this secret kind of like enforcement group and run by Jeremy Irons.
0: Okay, so he's
1: he's the, beekeeper on the edge. If you can run it and, what, and guess what Jeremy Irons
0: does. Um, I don't know. It says no more mistakes. So I don't
1: know. No, no. He's not the villain. He's just this guy who explains what the beekeepers are in that classic Jeremy Irons voice. Oh. So that's, that's fun. You got to get someone like him to do the exposition. <laughs> or maybe he fights Jeremy
0: Irons. That'd be amazing. Well, maybe we'll finally get some Jeremy Irons foo. Well, we got close, right? With Fourth Angel? Yeah, well, that's as close as we've come so far. You know, yeah was he class wants to be like it. his buddy liam neeson well, yeah why
1: party, not so. what? that's that's a great point why is he not doing these things i don't get it but that, that's his choice i guess i'll tell him later but it's like <laughs> i
0: have his number hey, yeah just just talk to jeremy later
1: yeah i call him Jer, and it's like so <laughs> but that's the end of the list well actually we we're
0: there's more, but we'll do it for part four. Uh, oh, we've got to save something for part four. We can't just like talk about these movies all day. We have to save some no, for our time. No, that's true.
1: I thought there would be more time, but we, we were a lot of you know, goofing around and some stuff. So,
0: <laughs> so I guess uh, you want to you know, mention some plugs. I, just the website, uh, comeuppancereviews.net. If you want to read the reviews of the movies we were just talking about in you know, a little more depth, that's where you do it. Um, and then you have all the other plug
1: right uh comeuppance come up it's on twitter and then um the website is also on facebook under that under the website name and then uh tie action rocks is the uh instagram handle i posted nothing because i'm on break <laughs> oh, what the was the last air.
0: thing you posted before that
1: oh ghost and machine oh so it's been about a week and a half two weeks since i posted something because i gotta tell you if i am running out of tapes to post i gotta watch more tapers
0: Well, that's all you have to do. It doesn't seem that tough. Just pop in a tape and... uh, And I know, I'm working on it. Undercover.
1: Oh, Undercover. That's not done yet, but I did finish uh, The Secretary, and Muppet Christmas Carol will be posted uh, on Christmas. Okay. So so that's true. I'm still posting, but it's going to be more more sporadic in the 2024. Oh, okay. Until I watch at least, like,
0: 50 more tapes. Okay, well... uh that's the end of the gems a grab bag and uh it, there'll be more of these so if you want to get more of these gem suggestions just stay yeah, tuned stay tuned and we've got some great stuff in the new year too just want to mention
1: which is uh we have connoisseur of course he'll be back for the erotic thriller symposium and <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, it's, it's been a long time coming but we should get it done in 2020 gonna, that's the goal we're gonna get it done between january and february for sure I talked to that. Him. Oh, really that soon okay well, cause
1: I, I was talking to I'm I know I should say it's off air, but we're talking to him and if he's on board, it's all going to be great. It's all going to be set. Up. So okay. I'll take care of scheduling. All right. Okay. That's... All right. Well, that's that's it. Unless you have something else. Nope. Got nothing.
0: All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> oh, to the Warriors.
1: For yeah. Thank you to the Warriors. Thanks. The Fountain Man. Yes, the Fountain Man. <laughs> straight up just the Fountain Man. And, and other people. You know. But uh, we'll oh, you guys Don't go. you have some other people? Oh, okay. Uh, Ainsley, Dave's VHS, um, One Dark Fright Gang, um, who else is there? Uh, uh, Tape
0: Guts. I think he's still hanging around on the, on the internet. <laughs> well, that's <old>. um, all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you to all of them and all of you, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Sounds good. Bye-bye. He's been busted <laughs> down to Mr. Pib.